How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 10 Chapter 2 This is Season 10 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 2. In this episode, we will be drawing connections between social geometry, mirroring and symmetry. In the previous episode one talked about how the primordial unit class of a paradigm determines the manner of its application to a web of associations. For example, the elemental paradigm which uses four elements, extends those four elements into a variety of properties and phenomena. As a result of this web, and in concert with the intrinsic interrelatedness of the number four with all other phenomena, such as through the four fundamental forms of force, through the four dimensions of space and time, and through a variety of other forms of phenomena that can be understood to function in fours, the web of associations extends itself throughout the observable reality of experience. Now, keeping that in mind, it is also possible to have a unitary, a dualistic, a trinitarian primordial unit class web of associations as well. Just as it's possible to use 5, 6, 7 or any other number. The point is, the unit class of a web of associations is arbitrary. What is important is how diverse and complete is the web upon which it is constructed. Now, in the foundations of every experiential analysis of reality, there is a particular class which describes the observable quality of experience. As such, we can say that conclusions can be drawn from the quantum of this unit class. Keeping that in mind, I want to jump to a topic outlined in the original Glitch series, that is the social geometry of a mirroring exchange. The purpose of this analysis is to link the scientific quality of symmetry to the mirroring inherent in social communication pursuant to gateway formation. Now, as observed in the original Glitch book, line of sight and optimization of mirroring produces certain geometric shapes in groups. Three produce a triangle, four a square or diamond, five a pentagon, six a hexagon. Each of these two-dimensional shapes has symmetry around a central axis point and thus enables mirroring. But what if the symmetry of the shape produces mirroring in the exchange and not the other way around? These are two-dimensional shapes with vertices equal to the number of participants. But to fully recognize the capacity of individuals to form geometric shapes in three dimensions, is to recognize that four vertices may produce a diamond or a trigonal pyramid or a tetrahedron. A diamond is of two dimensions. A tetrahedron and trigonal pyramid are of three dimensions. But only the diamond and the tetrahedron possess rotational symmetry, which is to say that there are 12 different ways that the tetrahedron can be rotated around the central axis point producing the same shape. The trigonal pyramid is polar, which means that it has a distinct and imperfect kind of symmetry. Now, what is the significance of this? What this tells us is that in two dimensions a diamond is rotationally symmetrical. In three dimensions a tetrahedron is rotationally symmetrical, but the trigonal pyramid is not, and in fact, requires the importation of a dualistic property to account for its lack of symmetry. This tells us that, molecular behavior is an incomplete assimilation of a two-dimensional shape into a three-dimensional paradigm. The existence of polarity is an artifact of dualism embedded in Trinitarianism. It's also true that in the Glitch book, we talk about spatial transformations as a manipulation of the plates of meaning. We discuss how a common orientation to any point or object creates a gateway and hence mirroring. 
Imagine then that these rotational symmetries are actual rotations of the social grouping or actual rotations of the plate of the hands in making spatial transformations. What the above tells us is that these two qualities are distinct. If we navigate the plate system through spatial transformations, then our ability to express is delimited by the bringing of lower dimensional meaning into higher dimensional action. Because symmetrical transformations are of limited expressiveness. In other words, communication is built on asymmetry, the presence of say dualistic components in three-dimensional spaces. In other words, observable properties in matter are merely the breakdown of a higher dimensional paradigm and its inclusion of a lower. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.